Hey, thanks for joining us for a new episode of the Hashtag 3 Fever Point After Podcast. My name is Alex Anderson, joined by my co-host, Red River head coach Jeff Harper. And Coach Harper, back again for another week, sporting his Packers cap. And uh, I think we'll start today. I don't ever do this. I want to pat myself on the back. You know why, Coach? I don't. Why don't you tell me? Okay. This is, we have gone seven full weeks of the show. And I have not had a Houghton Buccaneer on the show yet. So I, congratulations <laughs> to me. But I think it's time we break that streak tonight. We have Houghton QB Colin Rains joining the show. Colin uh, in the Bucks coming off of a big win over Bird this past weekend. Colin, uh, first, how's it going? And second, uh, how big was that win for you guys last Friday? And. Uh... It was a massive win for our program. You know, it's a really good bird team that we just played. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we're going to talk a lot about about the Bucks and what you guys are doing well, right in the thick of that crowded 1-5A race. Um, before we got on, Coach and uh, Colin were, were kind of, you know, talking talk shop, uh, kind of shades of the old film session days. Coach, I know, I know you've watched Colin play his entire career. Uh, uh, what do you like about his game and what he brings to the table for the Buccaneers? Well, I've been watching Colin play uh, since Bozier Parks uh, in recreation, five and six year old football. So um, he's one of the, those kids that uh, I've seen grown up, you know, growing up playing baseball, uh, you know, even getting to play uh, with him a little bit uh, on some of those travel teams and stuff like that. Colin's a leader. Uh, he is one of those guys that uh, when he walks in the room, uh, guys listen and follow. He's a hard worker. Uh, he is a multi-sport athlete. Um, He's a, he's a kid that is not afraid of contact. Uh, we've had two years of playing him here at Red River in week one, and uh, he's carved us up both times. So uh, Colin is one of the best quarterbacks in state in, in, in all classifications, and uh, he is a, a really good baseball player too. So, um, you know, the thing I really like about Colin, he's very competitive. Uh, he's one of those guys that, um, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're dumb enough to, to call him out on something, he'll, he'll – he'll, uh, you know, gladly obliged. I remember a, a certain player from a certain team decided to say something on social media, and, and Colin uh, found him in the end zone and made sure that, uh, uh, you know, uh, always, always uh, well respected at the end of the day. And so uh, he is a, he's a true leader. He's a baller. Dude's tough as nails. He can spin it. He can run it. Uh, he's a problem for defenses. And, um, you know, airlines got their hands full this week. Yeah, for sure. And Colin, we've had him on. We've had you on a couple times here when we used to do film session. Excited to have you on now to just talk a little more about you, you as a person, as a student athlete. But I did want to kind of start back with that win over Bird. I was there toward the end of the half when y'all scored that late touchdown. And, you know, the drive was, you know, you're pulling it. You're going right into that defensive line, and Tyler Rhodes is lowering the shoulder, laying the boom. How much pride do you take as a quarterback in running the football and not just running away from people, but but running right at them? Oh, I take pride in it. You know, uh, I like the contact, as Coach Harper said earlier. You know, I'm not scared of it. I don't shy away from it. You know, I like to go right through the defenses. Yeah, and um, Tyler Rhodes was doing that he's been doing that for you guys all year uh your offense now you know we're over halfway through the year you guys have an identity how confident are you guys right now in what you're doing well, we're pretty confident after that big win at bird you know it, it helps us a lot yeah for sure and obviously uh Big one against airline coming up. You know, when I was um, when I was in high school, uh, my senior year, 2007, it was before airline and Houghton were in the same district, and um, you know, Houghton would never beat airline. And um, 
it was a crazy game. It was six nothing the whole game. Airline was up, and we scored right at the last second there. Kicked the extra point for the win. We rushed the field. It was so much fun. But Houghton's has come a long way since those days. It's not a. Um, they're right. Like I said, you guys are right there in the mix. And um, talk to me about this game coming up. Airline, obviously, they're playing their best football of the year. Looks like you guys are too. Um, what do you think about this game? And how excited are you to kind of get back to a Bozier Parish rivalry? Oh, I'm excited. Airlines, you know, is a very good program, good team, high-powered offense. They also have a good, great defense, you know. So it's just going up there and playing our uh, football. Stay true, regard, stay true to our identity. And, Coach, you know a lot about both these teams. Um, what do you see in this matchup? Well, I know that um, Coach Goggin and his, his, his crew, they've got it going at Airline. Um, their offense is tough to stop. Uh, they do some things. They're very multiple. Um, you know, they can get it in the eye. They can get in, um, you know, different sets in the gun. Um, and they're going to create, um, you know, conflict for, for defenses. Uh, Coach, Coach Smith is a defensive coordinator at, at Halton. And he is, um, he, I think, one of the best defensive coordinators in the state. I, I, I respect him uh, immensely. And uh, he's one of those guys that he's going to have answers for certain looks and certain things. And so um, I do think it's going to be a good game. Uh, I think that that uh, both teams are playing really well. Both teams are hot right now, um, and that's how you want it. When you get in a district, you know that's one five a. It's anybody's game in any Friday night. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter what your record is. Um, there's familiarity there, uh, you know, with personnel and, and kids growing up against playing against each other. Uh, so I expect that one to be uh, one of the best games of the weekend for sure. Right, and you look at this hot team. I mean, they're a blocked field goal away from possibly beating Parkway in, in that game and, and still very much alive in this in this district. But, Colin, um, I did want to kind of have some fun. You know, remember last year we, we had you on in the uh, preseason and, and, you, and you gave us a list of, of all of your guys and which ones were, were dogs. Do, do we have a dog update for the Buccaneers this season? Oh, man. <laughs> My parents didn't like that, so I'm I'm going to go away from that a little bit this year. So we're showing some growth uh, in the senior year. Uh, growth being parents said, don't do that again. That's uh, great. That's, that's smart. Listen to the parents. Did they also uh, have uh, anything negative to say about the mustache you were sporting this preseason, or are we still rocking that thing? Oh, the, the mustache, they hated it. You know, uh, I was thinking about bringing it back. They shot that idea down. Yeah, you know, parents just never never let us have any fun, Colin. Uh, you know, what what the heck, man? I, I thought it was a great look, and uh, we had some fun with that, too. I did, too. <laughs> what about you, Coach? Did you see the stash on Colin there? Uh, I, yeah, I saw it, and, you know, I'm glad that he decided to get rid of it for sure. See what I said? <laughs> pa parents, they don't let us have any fun. Um, <laughs> uh, Colin, you know, obviously you committed in the offseason to play baseball at Northwestern State, a very talented baseball player. Um, you and I guess I'll do another shameless plug, you and my cousin Austin Anderson both committing to, to, to become demons. Um, talk to me about that that part of your life and um, how important baseball is to you. Um, you know, it's exciting. Exciting, you know, committing to play at Northwestern State. You know, my parents and I, we fell in love with the program. The the coaches were great. It's not too far from home. Everything it was just we loved it. Yeah, and how much uh, how, how much of a break do you get? You know, transitioning from football to baseball. I, I gotta assume you don't take much time off. I don't. As soon as the last game's over, football, I pick up a baseball bat, pick up a baseball, and we get right to practice. And um, I guess you got to be thankful. That not nearly as much contact there in, uh, on the diamond there as you're seeing on the gridiron every night. 
That's for sure. <laughs> Coach, man, what you got for Colin? Well, I mean, I think it's exciting that he's getting to play college baseball. He's he's one of the best, you know, baseball players around. Um, and I think that uh, if he wanted to, he could he could he could even play football there at Northwestern. So, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of you, Colin. And, and it's been fun watching you grow up and play ball. And from all the Halton days with uh, Coach Stan and and the uh, Halton Bucks and the South Bossier Panthers and all the travel teams and all that kind of stuff, it's uh, it's been a pleasure watching you grow up and play both football and baseball. And so, uh, you know, from the Harper family, we're proud of you, bro. Thank you. I appreciate it. A lot of great memories growing up. Absolutely. Got to love that, guys. That was awesome. Uh, Colin, I haven't really asked any of our guests this yet, but why not? Do you have any questions for us? Uh, why don't you have a hot hat on? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I could ask you all the same thing. You know, wear that Parkway hat, won't he, bro? What's up with the? Where's the H, man? Where is it? Now, look. If now, if I've we, seen, I've seen the Parkway hat a few times. <laughs> I haven't seen a Halton head yet. Well, if you, did, if you did watch the end of that show, I, I did bring the Halton hat out at the very end. Um, look, man, you know, I uh, when Coy took over uh, at Parkway, I uh, went out and talked to him, and he, he gave me this terrible hat and um, was like, look, man, you know, I've, you know, me and Coy go back a long time, man, and he was like, hey, look, if we win, you got to wear the hat. If we beat Halton, you got to wear the hat. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, sure, no problem. That won't be an issue. And then... Here we are, two 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 weeks in a row, or two years in a row. Um, he stopped me at the game previous, like this this season, at halftime. Took me out to his truck and gave me a shirt to add to it. So um, I really want to wear my hot and hat again, guys. Uh, and I will I will tell you this: I went to the Revel this weekend, and um, don't tell anyone I, I was sporting the hot and cap after the bird win. I was feeling some uh, some H Town pride. So um, sometimes I break that promise a little bit with Coy. But yeah, guys, um, maybe next year I'll uh, I'll wear the hot and hat. <laughs> Hopefully so. Yeah, hopefully so. Well, Colin, uh, you're the best man. We we really appreciate your time, and that was that was probably the best question I, I could have imagined getting there from you. So um, <laughs> we'll let you get back to it. I know you're a busy guy, and uh, just thanks for spending some time to talk with us, man. Thank you all. Good luck this weekend, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, good luck to y'all too. Colin thank Rains, Houghton High School quarterback. One of our favorites here on our show, film session, podcast, whatever it is. We certainly love talking to Mr. Reigns. Um, wishing them luck against Airline. We did talk about that game, but there was a couple more games uh, last week that I, that I wanted to go back and discuss with you, Coach, before we look ahead to another busy week for us. Um, primarily, um, you know, Calvary-North Caddo, that game of the week last week. I, for one, I was surprised. I mean, it, it, felt, it wasn't a, as extreme as Calvary-Hainesville was a couple years ago. But I was surprised that Calvary really took such control of that game. Um, you know, I've seen Calvary play on film. Um, you know, Wardell is uh, Abram Wardell, their quarterback's a kid that I have a really good relationship with him and his dad. And I actually had lunch with his dad today. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's one of those guys that uh, he puts in a ton of work. And so I'm really not surprised by what uh, Calvary's able to do. I mean, they've got a really good roster, they've got great coaches. And they, uh, they're battle tested when they get to district. I mean, they played, you know, Bird. Uh, they had Logansport. They had Shreve. Uh, you know, they played Wasman. They they're not out looking for, um, you know, easy games. And so when by the time they get to district, they're battle tested. And I know that um, North Caddo's done the same thing. And um, you know, Calvary does some really good things on defense. They're tough. Um, they fly to the ball. They're really good tacklers in space. 
Um, and, you know, if you give Calvary staff uh, time to prepare, they'll do everything they can to neutralize uh, your best players. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you can stop um, Amaria Miller and K.J. Black and those guys uh, and Coach Reagan Smith's offense, but um, Calvary did, did, definitely did what they had to do to pull, the, pull out the win and, and put points on the board offensively. And so uh, I'm not really surprised by that. Um, maybe the score a little bit, but not the fact that they pulled it out because those guys – They've got they've got a lot of talent, really good receivers, a good offensive line, um, and Abram can spin it with the best of them. So uh, that's a kid we need to get on, uh, on yeah. the podcast for sure. He's a, he's a he would be uh, he'd be a good guy to talk to. Yeah, for sure. We can uh, we can set that up. No problem. I'd love to hear from him. And um, I wanted to one last thing before we move on from that game. It just made me laugh. Um, Daniel obviously shooting that game for us, game of the week. Um, right when the uh, right right after kickoff, like he said, like right as the ball was going, he's he's shooting and he noticed that the back focus on his camera goes out, and basically that means that the picture that you're going to see is going to be blurry, right? So he's trying to fix it, and he's thinking, you know, I, I've probably got a couple minutes here, and he's working on working on it. And then they screen pass to Miller. He breaks a tackle, and he goes 50-something yards for the first play of the game, and Daniel didn't get it. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I saw a video from the other sideline opposite of where Daniel was standing, and the look on Daniel's face as Marion Miller runs by him, when it, it is I, – I, I was laughing about it all day yesterday. I was giving him such a hard you time. You had one job, Daniel. Yeah, so I told one him. Job. He texted me. He's like, oh, man, <laughs> I missed this touchdown. He was so upset. And I'm like, well, you know, something tells me both of these teams are going to score more. So we think we'll be fine there. And, and you know, he, uh, he, he figured it out in the end, got it fixed. So that was just real funny. Um, how about another game last week that I was very interested in? Um, Northwood, I, man, a game they needed. They went down 17-0. Very similar to, to how Huntington did to them a couple weeks ago. They come back. They get that big win over Evangel. They stay alive in the district race. Um, Mason played great down the stretch, made some big plays for him. The defense showed up with some turnovers. Uh, this has got to be just a huge momentum boost for this Northwood team when they really needed it most. Yeah, and, you know, it's as much as it's a, a momentum boost for them, you know, it's tough for Evangel to be up like that. Uh, they've got a, a really good team, and those kids have been playing. You know, some of them have been starting since they're freshmen. So, uh, you know, they're putting it all together. But, you know, Northwood uh, with, a, with a senior quarterback and, uh, you know, Coach Brown's defense is really, really tough. They, they cause lots of problems for offenses, and they can confuse quarterbacks really easily with the things that they do with coverage and bluffs and different different simulated pressures. They're, they're really difficult to uh, game plan for. Um, you know, but I'm, I, I didn't get to see the, you know, how the game was won, but you mentioned turnovers. You know, when you're down 17 nothing, something's got to – Something's got to change uh, for you to get momentum and, and for, for them to get some uh, some turnovers on defense and then Mason put some drives together, put points on the board. I bet that was a really fun game to be at for sure. Yeah, it was. Our photographer, was he texted me, I'm going to be late. I don't want to leave. It's awesome. And uh, the first play he had on the highlight was uh, Mason with a little hurdle and a nice juke and a big run down the field. The big fella can move a little bit, Coach. He's an athlete, man. Better watch out. Yeah, we love Mason. And I, I want to say that I saw on Twitter it was his birthday. Today's so, his birthday. Happy birthday, 18. Mason. Happy 18th. Wow, 18 years old. And, man, I grows a beard better than I ever could in all 30 whatever years <laughs> of life. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> so Northwood um, this week, uh, let's see, they've got Minden at home. Uh, Minden still struggling to put things together this year. But Evangel, they've got a big one. You know, they their turf still isn't ready, so they're going back to Stonewall. Um, to take on the undefeated North Dakota Griffins. You know, obviously the story, Dennis Dunn, coached Evangel for, for many years. Um, another big test for the Eagles, and you mentioned that momentum. I mean, there would be a, no better way to get some momentum than, than uh, shocking the district here. 
Oh yeah, and I'm sure you know, Coach Duran and his staff are, are doing everything they can to uh, find a way to neutralize um, North Dakota's offense. But j- just when you figure that out, you got to figure out how you're going to score points on their defense. And so um, that, that's going to be a tough task. I think it'll be a good game. Uh, I do think that North Dakota, um, you know, if they can keep it all together and and, and limit turnovers and and and, and you know, extend drives. Uh, they'll pull away there in the second half. But I expect Evangel to be in that game for most of it, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they go in and pull up and pull off an upset because they've been in every game this year, uh, and they're really good. And so it's just a matter of them being able to put it all together and things go their way. And so we kind of feel the same way with where we are as a team. We've had some close games that haven't gone our way. Uh, and so, um, I, I, you know, you never know when, in a game like that. And they have absolutely nothing to lose and everything to gain. And you got North Dakota at one point was leading. They, I don't even know if they're they're still leading or, or what, but they were leading the state in scoring. And yeah. uh, they got that, you know, undefeated record. And so they want to do everything they can to uh, to defend that and keep it rolling. And so that's going to be a fun game. Plus, you got Coach Dunn going against his old school. Uh, you know, so you got that storyline too. So it'll be uh, it'll be a, a really good matchup. Man, I finally saw the Delafield uh, kid, Luke Delafield, the freshman. So I finally saw him in person um, this past week. I shot their game uh, against Woodlawn, and man, I tell you, first play they they uh, little issue on a uh, on a punt for Woodlawn. So they got good field position. They give it, they snap it right to Delafield, shotgun. He goes right to the end zone. I mean, just picture perfect, pinpoint pass, right on the money, no problems. Kid was as good as advertised. I hated that I had to leave as early as I did because they were really heating up, and that was fun. So that's a kid to keep an eye on. It's a team to keep an eye on. And, yeah, this I think that matchup's going to be low-key, one of the most fun games that, that we have on the schedule, and, and we'll, we'll be out there. Um, we'll be out there certainly this week. Um, you, you did mention you guys, Red River, uh, and y'all have got a big game, a rivalry game uh, with Lakeview. Not not uh, not much separates these two schools. Um, you, you know, you guys have, obviously, Eli playing quarterback now. Uh, it, what do you think about this matchup? And um, as you said, you guys, you feel like you're, you're getting pretty close to putting something together here. Yeah, I mean, we, we had a really good show in, in practice last week, and this is probably the best practice, you know, week of practice we've had all year. Uh, Jay Hodge lost in the semifinals last year uh, to Amy and played him really close. Um, and so, you know, ha- having them here in our district opener, we knew we needed those big games uh, in the, uh, you know, non-district schedule to prepare us for our, our district schedule. And so, um, you know, th- th- it was it was a war early on, and, and we got on them, and, um, and, and you know we're up twenty eight to eight in the fourth quarter before, you know we had a blocked uh, field goal they returned for a touchdown, and then uh, you know a safety on something, and all of a sudden it got it looked like it got close, but um, we played really well this week. We get a Lakeview team. I think they're four and two. Uh, they played Winfield last week, who we get next week. Um, and Winfield, you know, they're a five and one ball club, and they're really tough. And so Winfield, uh, you know, put it on them pretty good, but. Lakeview hung around early in the ball game. They've got a couple of really good athletes that we've got to deal with. They have a 420 plus pound nose guard that we've wow. got to account for in the run game. Uh, but uh, you know, we're we're looking forward to the challenge. They got brand new turf and they got a lot of excitement going on down there. Four and two record. Uh, so when we get down there, it's going to be a war. And last year we didn't even get to finish our game because of the, the homecoming scare that we right. had with the you know fake fake gunshots or whatever that they thought they heard uh and so we didn't uh we didn't get to finish that game it was 34 to 6 um so you know they're going to game plan for us they did last year we got the ball 22 seconds in the first quarter um and it you know they they just came out and executed what they wanted to do uh, and so we've got to account for uh every little thing that they're going to try in special teams uh you know scheme us up on defense and especially with their athletes on offense so uh, we got a work cut out for us but we're looking forward to the challenge and uh, we're hoping to come out of that game 2-0 in district 
I, I totally forgot about that about that homecoming scare. Yeah, I'm glad you guys. Hopefully, you guys obviously will be able to get this game in. I I don't don't foresee anything like that happening. But um, yeah, that's going to be fun. We'll be there as well. Um, my wife will not be there. This will be the first Red River game in a couple of weeks. She hasn't shot, and it was funny. I was kind of laughing. I was kind of making fun of her a little bit after when she get she got back to the station Friday night, and I pull up the clips. The first like six shot her of, of you on the sidelines. I'm like, well, I guess Coach made an impression on her on the podcast there. So that was funny. And then, <laughs> and then I. Put some like video cheerleader or something in instead of the uh, you know I feel like Coach Harper's on camera enough here. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was fun. She loves going to cover you guys, and y'all got a couple touchdowns for her, so a plus another another great rating from Kim Anderson on the Red River Bulldogs. We love to see that. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that game. It's going to be a big one. Our game of the week is really interesting. You know, we we talk so much this time of year about district play, and that's usually all we have. But we have the defending 3A champions from Arkansas, or the uh, runners-up, excuse me, 3A runners-up from Arkansas, the Prescott Curly Wolves against the 1A state champions in Louisiana, the Homer Pelicans. I guarantee you haven't been breaking down that Prescott film, Coach, and I won't blame you for that. But um, a game like this, out of district, when you're right in the thick of things against a a high-profile team from out of state, I, I mean, how do you even begin to prepare for a game like that? Well, I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm sure that, that Homer was probably trying to find an opponent, to be honest with you, with not a lot of teams beating down the door to play him. Uh, and so I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that had a lot to do with it. Prescott, uh, we played them in the Southern Arkansas 7-on-7, um, seven seven and, and they were legit. Yep. Uh, and so that is going to be a fun game because they've got athletes, they've got good-looking receivers and defensive skill guys. Um, they can they could throw it really well. And so – um, and then, of course, Homer is Homer, man. I mean, they've got athletes. They've got one that's kind of now the poster child for uh, what high school athletes look like in Louisiana, that <laughs> yeah. big boat up number 58 or 59, whatever number Maltes it is. It's all over social media, you know. Uh, so I, I, I don't know what to expect from that game other than the fact that both teams will be well-coached, well-prepared, lots of athletes, uh, and, and there will be some hitting going on. So be interesting to see how that one turns out. I personally wouldn't want to play an out-of-state opponent right before district. That's just me. You know, I I would like to get somebody that's similar to what we're going to run into um, to prepare us for a district run. And that may be what he needed or uh, coach Casey probably couldn't find an opponent. I don't know. Uh, But either way, he's going to use that game to, you know, gauge where they're at before they start their stretch run district and making another run at the dome. And yeah, they're going to have some tough games coming up. You know, obviously Haynesville's still on the schedule. Glenbrook's still on the schedule. And then this one, too. So, um, certainly, uh, you know, going to put them right to the fire there as we get ready for playoffs. And something this team obviously has made that run last year. And they uh, they hope to be prepared. And congratulations to Coach Casey, a uh, brand-new father. He, he – uh, he, just post, we posted that um, in our two-minute drill this past week, so congratulations to the Casey family there. Having a pretty good year, I'd say, there, Coach. They are up there in Homer. Um, yes, he is. So, uh, Bird, obviously missing missing Lake Lambert. Uh, I believe he was in the concussion protocol or whatever the equivalent of that is at the high school level um, against Houghton. I don't know if he's going to be back for for Parkway, but you know this game. This is a, this just seems like one of those five A. We don't know anything about anyone games where Bird returns to form against an unbeaten Parkway squad. Uh, that's the vibe I'm getting. What do you think? Bird Parkway is always one of those games. Whether both teams are good or bad is always very competitive. Um, and so I, I will tell you, you know, Stacy Blue is. Spent a lot of time uh, preparing for what 
uh, Parkway is going to do offensively. Um, and you're trying to make sure that he's got, uh, you know, everything covered on the defensive end. Special teams is going to be a big part of the game because he knows Parkway's got a great special teams unit kicker. Um, I think that Burrell, uh, you know, I think he tweaked his leg or something in the Southwood game when I was there to watch my daughter. Um, uh, he, he didn't finish the game. Uh, they had Nolan Deans. So um, Nolan Deans, the punter. He's also a, a really good place kicker, and uh, he's got a big leg too. And so there's really you're not going to be a ton of drop-off, um, you know, there when it comes to if, if, if Burrell can't go. I can't, you know, I can't really speak to what, what Bird puts out there if Lake Lambert can't play. Um, if he can, then – and he's 100%, then they're going to be, they're going to be tough to stop because they were rolling before he went down right. uh, with the concussion. So um, I expect it to be a great game. I know Parkway spent a ton of time this offseason trying to figure out how to stop the veer because of that Acadiana game uh, and, and that they were doing in the spring and summer. Uh, you know, just from, just from watching them on film, uh, you know, they want to be able to account for those – the you know the the dive back pitch man and all that kind of stuff QB so um, you know Coach Jackson I'm sure has put a ton of work in in figuring out how to stop uh, stop Bird and, and it's going to come down to who can execute and uh, and then who uh, who uh, doesn't make the big mistake in that ball game so I expect it to be good I expect it to be a, a close game uh, if if Lake is there I definitely expect it to be a close game um, you know I, I don't know who the other QB is. Um, if, it, if it's uh, Gallman or if they have him playing receiver, I don't know. But yeah, it's, um, they had you know, they had Gallman. Gallman was in there last yeah. week, yeah. and he's a great he's a great athlete. He can run it. He throws a really good ball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just a lot on a kid to come in uh, and 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 run it exactly the same way that the starter does. And right. so, um, you know, it's not always fair to that kid. But uh, I do expect that that he'll be on his his P's and Q's and ready to go uh, to uh, you know make it a ball game if he has to play. And, and, you know, that's interesting. Obviously, Lake, um, I think, like, starting since his sophomore year, took him to a state championship game then. So, I mean, the offense runs through him. And, and when you watch them play, you know, he does have some big runs. He'll throw here and there. But it's a lot – obviously, it's, you know, they're running the veer or whatever. It's back-focused, right? But how critical is the quarterback's role in that offense? I mean, I'm assuming it's just as important a, a, as an air raid or, or you're more he's – the, He's the main – he's the main piece. Um, you know, he's reading an unblocked playside defender. So when you're running veer, you're running where you're not blocking a play side end, or if you're running midline, you're not blocking an interior defensive lineman. Uh, and so what he's doing is he's reading him, and that read is something that is repped over and over and over and over and over again, thousands upon thousands of time, times in practice and in in the spring and the summer with that mesh point. And so um, it is critical that the timing be there and that quarterback makes the decision on the give or pull. And then you're talking about true double and triple option, double option, pull, and then it's a keep, and he's running it, just a dead quarterback run, a locked run. If it's triple option, then now he is going to pitch off another unblocked key read defender. Uh, and so most of the time that's going to be an outside linebacker. Um, and, and if he's reading him, you know, uh, you get a pull read, um, and he's, he's keeping it. Now he's got to pitch it. And now you're talking about even more reps that you have to work and that pitch timing has to be perfect and the pitch relationship has to be perfect. And then the execution of the pitch. And so, uh, you know, the quarterback is the key to the whole thing. Um, You know, you can plug and play a different, different set of running backs in there, but the quarterback, you know, he's the decision maker. He's the the distributor. He's the, he's the guy that makes that thing go. And so, um, you know, it, it is critical that, that all those components be there um, you know, and for that offense to run smoothly, uh, and and it's it comes down to um, execution at that point. I mean, it's an execution-based offense. All of them are. I mean, all offenses are, but 
you don't always put a ton of decision making, you know, you know, responsibility on a quarterback post snap like like the uh, like the bird offense does. And so, um, you know, that's why they're so hard to stop. The better the QB and, and the more reps he's had at it, the harder they are to stop. They don't have to be the best athletes. They don't have to be the biggest or fastest when they can put a defense in conflict with their package and, and the way that they call plays. Uh, it, it, it is going to put different defenders in conflict, and they have an answer for everything you're going to do. Uh, and so at the end of the day, when those linemen are flying downhill and, and everything looks the same off the snap and your quarterback is now reading different guys, um, it's problematic for any defense. And so you have to play assignment football uh, for four quarters. And, and any time you mess up, you get your eyes in the wrong spot, you don't read your keys, you make a mistake, it's a it's a big play. And, and Bird lives and dies by that. And so – uh, and then they they got a pass game to go with it. So now you've got boot action and play action and all that that goes with it with a with a big play wide receiver outside. So um, you know they're very tough to stop. And if Lake's there and he's ready to go, he's 100. Uh, percent Bird's offense will get rolling and get rolling fast. It'll be a, it'll be a really good ball game. Yeah, and Lake was on the sidelines um, last week. I, uh, you know, obviously looked good. Uh, it's just you know as you know with these with these head injuries, it's so critical that they. Don't rush them back, and, and uh, everything's clear, and he's good to go. So we certainly are hoping for that for for his sake, and you know, just for the sake of uh, of, of uh, District One Five A and what we want to see out there. You want everyone to be at their best, and um, we certainly wish Lake a speedy recovery if if that's needed. Um, and you know, everyone in this district's watching this game, right? I mean, if Bird beats Parkway, then that leaves it wide open. You got Houghton and Airline. That game becomes vital. Um, obviously, Benton's still in the mix too. Captain Shreve's hanging around. Another you know a big win here and there against somebody could could bring them back up. I mean, it's it's just crazy when you and you see these um, leagues play out like this. It almost feels like, almost kind of feels like a division race in the NFL. Yeah, it does, and it's it, it's like this all the time. I mean, it, it, you know, in one five A, you know, it's crazy when it comes to just how close those teams are, um, and it could be you know any anybody's night. I mean, it, it could go anyway, either way, um, you know, whatever whichever opponent is there, and so. Um, you know, you just never know, but it is it is definitely uh, one of those that's going to be fun to watch. So is the one four A district race. That's another right. one that's going to be fun to watch, and um, you know, several others around the state. You know, the, the, every Friday night, your best team can be beaten. So you never know. When you're in those situations in those tight district races, particularly at the end of the year, are y'all, are y'all getting score updates on the sidelines of the other games going on oh, yeah. that are important? Who, 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 oh, yeah. Whose and job is it? Tells you he's not they lying. <laughs> you know, the, the coach tells you he's not. They're lying. I mean, it, it is. You're asking at halftime. You know, we we're asking at halftime what the scores are. Uh, you know, when we come in um, every week, somebody's got the scores for me from Manny and Winfield, and uh, you know, we want to know about Mansfield and how those. You know, Jay Hodge. We're 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 getting updates, even though we're not sitting there trying to figure out how the game's going. It's right. always, you know, always on the back of your mind. And so, I can remember being at Parkway and 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 uh, we're we're playing. Um, we're, I can't remember who it was we were playing. I believe we were playing bird and we were getting a shreve update at halftime and i just remember somebody bringing up shreve score and so uh it's just one of those deals where in, you know those big big district races you you want to uh you want to finish as high as you possibly can for playoff seedings but also you're never out of it uh you're never out of it regardless of what your what your your out of district record is if you if you're winning ball games in district you're you're one big game away from uh you know beating beating somebody you shouldn't beat and then turn around and somebody else beating somebody uh, it can put you right there in that one-two spot there at the end of the year, and you never know. Yeah, and it's crazy that we're sitting here talking about this. I mean, man, it just—it just—it seems like it goes by quicker each year. We're this is week eight of the show, week seven of the regular season. I mean, 
end of the month here, we're looking at playoffs, Coach. Oh, yeah. It's it's nuts. The season ends, uh, you know, in just a few weeks. And so, uh, you know, it's a grind up to the season, and then the season's gone like that. Right. Uh, you're, you're grinding, 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 grinding from January to – to uh you know july and then boom august hits and you've got those first two weeks of school fall scrimmage jamboree week one next thing you know it's week five then you're blinking it's senior night i mean it's just it's nuts how fast the season goes by uh and you you you, it's just you're exhausted but at the same time you're you're driven by that you know next game you want to win the next one you want to win the next one uh it's it's a lot of fun too and, you know, it's funny because it's kind of similar for us because we it's like late July. We kind of start hitting those practices and we're, you know, yeah, for Daniel and I, we're getting up at six in the morning, getting out here and then coming here and doing our normal stuff and trying to get everything ready for those for those two stories a day. And it feels like it's like such a grind. And it's almost like you do so much there at the beginning. And then when we get here, we got an hour long show every week. We put it together. We do a podcast. And it, it's it's a uh, it's it's a it's a schedule and it, and it goes by quick. So, um Certainly, certainly a blast to be able to do it and a blast to be able to talk ball with you each and every week, Coach. Oh, I enjoy it. And you guys do a great job covering high school sports and, you know, highlighting our, our student athletes and schools and creating excitement for the kids every Friday night with storylines and giving them opportunity to talk a little trash if they want. And, <laughs> uh, you know, doing a good job of bringing guys back, you know, and, and, and making a big deal about what they did last year and then what they're doing currently. You know, you guys are uh, are the best in the business, and I'm I'm glad just to be, uh, you know, uh, able to sit here and talk ball every week. It's it's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed our last three years doing it. So uh, look forward to the the home stretch here. Absolutely, and you're part of the team too, Coach. We couldn't do it without you, man. We uh, we love having you on, and I think I've taken what about eh, about 45 minutes of your of your Tuesday night. So I think we should wrap it up. What do you say? Absolutely, man. Always enjoy it, though. I can talk ball all night. You know that. I do. I do. You're the man. We'll probably talk a little bit after this, too. But that's for our ears only. We'd like to thank our viewers <laughs> out there for another episode of the Three Beaver Point After Podcast. We'll catch you Friday night at 1030 on KPXJ, and we'll see you right here next week.